on the viewpoint. It's the 24th day of September. It is Heritage Day. Good evening, South Africans, from wherever you may be joining us from. I am, of course, in KwaZulu-Natal at a very beautiful place. More about that later. This evening, of course, as I had promised yesterday, the depiction of Zulu culture in film and entertainment. A conversation then with Mr. Sam Zindela, who's the founding chairman and CEO of Zindela Pictures and a very known figure, very well-known figure in the space of Zulu, particularly in polygamy, Mr. Musam Selegu, who's an anchor cast member of Utando Nestembo. More on that after this. on SAFM. It's Heritage Day, guys. Everybody should be happy on this day where we recall as a nation, where we recall as societies and tribal communities within the vast expanse of this country who we really are and our interrelatedness as a community. That song is by Jonas Gwangwa. It's a wedding song that many of you should have heard if ever you have been to what is referred to as an African wedding. And one person who's done that not once, not twice, not three times, Possibly four times and probably counting, Mr. Musam Ndabezita, Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. The very protagonist of the very famous Utando Tembu on Mzanzi Magic. Mr. Musam Good evening, sir. Good evening, my brother. Thank you so much for inviting me and greetings to your listeners. I really appreciate your being here and welcome to the show. Indeed, Mr. Senzo Zindela as well, founding chairman and CEO of Zindela Pictures. Sir, good evening. Thanks for joining us. Good evening and welcome to SAFM. Good evening, Mr. Mapeke, and thank you very much for having me. Excellent. Let, let, let's have this conversation first. The importance, because we are in Heritage Month, and I will have you know that I'm actually in KZN right now enjoying the beautiful views and sunshines mm. of the South Coast. I'll tell you more about the venue where I'm at. Mr. Mseli, yeah, yeah. you have brought to the fore, albeit through entertainment, but a very fundamental and intrinsic African culture, which a lot of us are intrigued by. Mm. Polygamy, particularly in the Zulu culture. You have allowed us into the most sacred of spaces, your home, your bedroom, with your children, with your wives. Tell us about how this has been received by the community most closest to you, your family, how they've received it, before we can start talking about the culture itself of polygamy. When Tendon Mestembo became a reality, uh, um, when we were told that we were given a show by uh, DSTV, we were very excited. Uh, but down the line, uh, the shooting is only when it sunk in, in our minds that <laughs> we were going to be now in the public space. So we had then sure. to do an introspection of why we wanted to this show. Uh, one of the reasons was then to reposition our culture, as we have indicated, Secondly, yes. tell a correct story of Isitembo or polygamy because what we have been seeing on television was more of scripted or written version where Isitembo has been presented as a very bad, you know, or a taboo sort of 
tradition or culture. So I must say that when we had mm-hmm. that engagement, we then said to ourselves, we will have people who are going to hate us 100%, and we are going to yes. have people who are going to love us 100%. I must therefore say we were very surprised as a family that 90% of the South Africans have received us very well. Even the people that we did not expect that they were going to say, wow, this is a beautiful show. Uh, this is what we want to see on TV. So I am humbled to say not only that we broke DSTV records, but we have also <laughs> been able to tell the story in the manner that we, we felt that it was important that we should be telling the story. On that very point, and I thank you, Babum Selego, for that brief introduction, because I think this does lend, lend itself well to what I'm really looking for from Mr. Zindela, who is the founding chairman and CEO of Zindela Pictures. Babu Zindela, the importance of those who practice a particular tradition, those who own a particular culture or who belong to a particular demographic or description. How important is it for those persons to tell their story through their lived experience and as inherited as culture can be passed from generation to the next. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you very much. First of all, I would like to say that each and every person who doesn't know where he comes from, it is very uh, difficult for them to know where they're going. So that, that will be my key point of actually emphasizing that people need to understand their roots. They need to know where they come from so that they, they will definitely know where they're going because each and every person on earth comes from somewhere, comes from we were or everyone is born. And where you grow up from, it determines your, 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 your being. Who will you be when you grow up? And then all that actually it's a, it's a key that is actually grooming our leaders so it is very important not to forget where you come from so that you can be a good leader in our community you know because someone who doesn't know where he comes from it is very easy for them to confuse other people you know by the way or, uh, they behaving and the way they do things you can see this person doesn't have a strong background and or else he doesn't respect uh, his uh, or her background. So it is very important culturally to remember where we come from because it is actually the, the, the future of where the nation goes is going now. Absolutely. This conversation helps us to understand the history of the Zulu Kingdom and their famous mm-hmm. leaders, Ikumgani Ushaga, for instance. And we're going to spend a bit of time talking to Mr. Zindela about some of his pictures that he has curated and his travels, all in pursuit of telling the Zulu story. By understanding, of course, these origins, it helps us to understand the culture, the tradition, among others now in conversation of polygamy, as Mr. Msilegu has referred to. After the break, then, the conversation continues. Mr. Senzo Zindela, founding chairman and CEO, 
CEO of Zindela Pictures, Mr. Musam Seleko, anchor cast member of Utando Nestembo. Yesterday, I'd mentioned the fact that this Heritage Day on this show is going to be focusing on largely the Zulu interest. We are no different last night to today because this is where we are. Last year, of course, this time it was all about the Northern Cape. And it's all about making the circle bigger and telling the many stories that make up the tapestry that is the fabric of South Africa. After the break, please participate by calling 0891-104-207. If you don't want to talk about tradition and you want to tell us where you are because it is still Tourism Month, please do oblige us. Tell us where you are because surely when the borders are still not open, we should be capitalizing on local tourism. After the break, your thoughts and calls are most welcome. 0891-104-207. SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhezomapete on SAFM. We're back. We are live on SAFM, the depiction of Zulu culture in film and entertainment. Let's focus on the entertainment aspect of Zulu culture. But first, let us understand the culture. Mr. Mselegu, as a man with many wives, which is quite appropriate given the fact that you are an African practicing an age-old African tradition and custom, you have now taken that and put it on air. You have allowed South Africans into your home and have ensured, as you had mentioned to earlier on, that you are depicting a story the way it ought to be told. Tell us now, for someone who doesn't know what polygamy is, who doesn't understand how it works, who doesn't understand the role of consent as intrinsic and fundamental to the second, third and fourth wives coming through, how the relationships between the four families, the five families yourself included works. Give us please, if you like, a short lesson on how Isitembu itself works and why it is relevant still to the people who practice it. How I wish uh, even myself, I had uh, someone who had mentored me because there are so many mistakes that I have committed along the way. However, I must sure. say that I was fortunate because the the dream or the drive started way back. I started to try to lead polygam when I was 23 uh, between my first wife as well as the, the late wife, uh, Masawoli. What needs mm. to happen if a man is serious or sincere about practicing polygamy? Is it you need to be uh, honest from the onset. Uh, you know, I always say there is no better time to declare that you want to be a polygamist uh, better than when mm-hmm. you are not yet married. You know, when you have a girlfriend, I think that is the right time to me which I believe or which I deem appropriate to declare. Because mm-hmm. when you declare after we have got married with the first one, it becomes very difficult for her to understand your genuine reasons why you would want to, mm-hmm. take, the, to take the second wife. Uh, yes. Especially when you want to build a proper, functional, healthy, easy temple family. Because when you talk to her, you are talking about things that are not seen and to convince her to say, no, there's nothing that has changed in my heart, in my mind, in my soul about you. Is he not there to her because she's not you? Uh, you know, sometimes seeing is it's believing. So when you are trying to 
you know, takes a certain time away from her, she would say, yeah, no, I knew from the onset that you were never genuine. Hence, it is important for men to start by saying, in any event, poor or rich, but this is the dream I have, because it will make your negotiations uh, better when you engage her, you know, because she would not mm, question mm. herself, what is it that has changed now? And that is one. Cultural, Isitembu was not uh, a matter of negotiating with the first wife. I, I, I must say that. You would tell her, because there are, there are, there are a number of ways of uh, leading this kind of a lifestyle. There is a very interesting part which I think is being overlooked right now in our society, which uh, was was the right way of, of leading polygam. Where the wife or your mother would be the one who would initiate that you must take the second wife because of other reasons. Be it they would want to have within the family a person who has a particular skill or a spiritual skill for that matter or if there were sure. issues around the first wife not uh, being able to give birth and so on because they were protecting the liquors. So ECTM will then work better if it's initiated by women themselves. But because mm. of colonization and Christianity came, came in, in between, that phased out. Now we are faced with a situation where it will seem as if are men who are trying to pursue or push this agenda. And when it's us who are pursuing that agenda, it becomes problematic because our wives, they develop a sentiment of doubt now to say, I don't think Ubaba still loves me the way he used to be because now he wants a second wife. It doesn't matter how much explanation or how much do you do. But once you mention the fact that you want to take a second wife, it becomes a huge problem. And it does not become a huge problem for your wife only. She is a church member, so it's a problem at the church level. With her own family, it's a problem. With your own family, we have loved her, we have known her. It becomes a problem. So you have then to convince the number of people to understand what is it that we are trying to achieve. Hence, it is important right now that men who want to pursue or lead to this kind of lifestyle, they give assurance, uh, they persuade their wives thoroughly up until the wives are convinced. Hence, the, the constitution of this country has given the power to first wives to sign, give consent, because without getting that consent, you can have a girlfriend, but that person will never be your wife. Because the first wife is the one who needs to give that consent. And finally, on, on this note, if you have been married sure. through a civil marriage, it becomes even more problematic because you have to divorce her. Now, can you imagine when you say to your wife, I want to take a second wife, but I have to start by divorcing you first so that I can accommodate mm -hmm. it. It's a very painful sure. journey or exercise. Hence, I'm saying men should learn from what they are seeing from us. They should also learn from the spaces that you have given us here because we are able to 
to engage openly with a bigger audience so that they don't commit mistakes that we have committed because they don't, you know, get away easily or get to be forgotten by, by our wives because they were painful processes as we were trying to build the kind of a lifestyle that we are having. I appreciate the fact that you are saying this is a platform for teaching, this is a platform for learning. Mm. On that point, Mr. Zindela, you are a filmmaker. You are listening to a live account of something which is fundamental to Babu Mseleko's identity and the people who subscribe to that identity that he is proud of. As a filmmaker, as one who has told stories in Chicago, in New York, who has entered cinematography at the Cannes Film Festival in France, Paris, how then do we engage these stories? deep as they are, sensitive as they are, and put them together and then display who we are as a people to the world all over. I'm not necessarily asking you to say what the Mzanzi magic version of Utandona's temple is, but such deep stories, how is it that we can proliferate them and make sure that the world engages who we are the way we want the world to engage us? Thank you very much. First of all, I would like to clarify the fact that um, each culture defines an identity of every person that actually it identifies with. Which means, as I am a black person, I'm a Zulu person, whether my culture is looked negatively or looked positively, it is my identity. So I need to accept it as it is. And secondly, there is no culture all over the world that is, that, that is actually good with no bad, or bad with no good. So all cultures uh, all over the world are, are cultures that somehow, somewhere, other people, they don't understand what is happening, what happens in our culture. So when it comes to storytelling now, as a filmmaker or as a storyteller, the, 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 our, our job or our duty is to portray our culture as it is and teach the world. Because when other filmmakers from other parts of the world do their films, they are also doing the same thing. Then we end up learning about what, what happens in America, how do they live in USA. Uh, they also have their bad and good things. So even on us, on, on like uh, as the Zulus, the only way to do that is for us to accept who we are then from there, we come with strategic ways to actually portray our stories out there in an interesting way that is actually going to make people attracted to our culture. So what I mean is, if you as a filmmaker, you don't, you don't actually appreciate your culture, it is impossible for you to portray your culture in a positive way that is going to attract other people. So my strategy is that we accept our culture and... and, and, and rewrite stories in a more contemporary way that is actually going to be uh, relevant and resonate with people from other parts of the world. By that I mean there are a lot of stories right now that I'm busy with that are actually portraying the Zulu and pushing our culture to the world uh, in a way that now is more creative and more contemporary. So there is a way, but it needs a lot of um, time to develop and make sure that, you know, you put the story out there. Like right now, they, there are two movies that I'm, I'm busy with. One of them is about rhino poaching, but I'm integrating now the rhino poaching story with the Zulu warriorship. 
and in, in, when you watch that movie, you will see that this guy is trying to actually um, uh, um, take the idea that Kim Shaga had further through this movie. So that's what I can say right now. But, you know, there, there's more technical uh, strategies that you can use. But, you know, to make sure that the sto- our stories are more interesting. Like, for example, we, t- we, can, we can tell our stories. Like, uh, you, 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 when you watch in America, you have Avengers. We can have our own Avengers. So now we, 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 we but where we use our culture, use our, our, our resources, in a way that is more interesting. Uh, as, I, as I said before, there's a lot of stories I'm working with. I'm working on using our culture. One of them is a story, is a sci-fi film. Use, that, that is actually going to wow the world with, through our culture. Yeah, so let's Fantastic. We'll for wait now. for the release of that movie. We'll wait for the release <laughs> of that film. And I just encourage for those who wish to participate to do so, 0891104207. Of course, you can send your WhatsApp voice notes. Remember the rules, guys. No noise in the background, please, and keep it short. 0614104107. That's a WhatsApp facility by voice note or message. We do have our first caller, of course, on the line, and that is Brajo in Cape Town. <laughs> Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.7 FM in Cape Town. Malaba. Yes, sir. I'm well, Brajo. I'm well, Brajo. How are you? Your thoughts, please. I want to Moloba Lego and I think your show on 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 DSTV was very inspirational for us people who practice e culture. And, and and I think taking from what you said, uh Lego in terms of the reason behind the culture itself is that it was responding to a need. A a a, a either uh, that is identified by the family or the matriarch of the family as mama to say there is a shortfall in the wife that you have or there is a deficiency that you want to compensate with another wife. Now, now he's highlighted those things and he says it responds to a need. And accepting that, it can't it develops. What, in your in your opinion, then forms to say that um, there is no longer, or would you consider that there is no longer those means uh, in, in modern society? And hence, then, would you then ask the next question to say, is there still a requirement or a need for the culture of Ubana Mafazi, which are more than one? Very well. Thank you so much, Prajol, calling us from Cape Town. Let's go to Durban. Mohammed is on the line. Mohammed, good evening. Hi, uh, hi, Tongeza. How are you? I'm fine, thanks, Mohammed. Could I ask you to please turn your radio off and don't listen to uh, the yeah, radio? Listen to me on the phone. Thank you very much. No Thank problem. You. Your thoughts, please. Yeah, Tongeza. No, I just wanted to say that I'm very proud of the topic uh, of uh, polygamy. I'm actually. Uh, as I said the last time, I'm actually Indian, Durban, but I'm actually Muslim. So we also, uh, uh, our religion consists of, uh, of polygamy, polygamy as well. And uh, it's a very interesting topic. 
and I'd like to know more about uh, from the guests, your guests. I just want to know more about, uh, like for us in, in, in Islam, we believe that, uh, you know, if you have to ask permission from the first wife to get to the second wife. So does that apply to, to you, you know, to that culture as well? Sure. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much, Mohammed. No, I'll have Mabum Seleko respond to that. Mabum Seleko, for you, and this is the last question I want to pose to you. One of the things that you touched on, which Ubabu Shenge as well, given the fact that he is a result of a polygamous home setup, he had said something of the kind that polygamy was always tied to the economy and the interests of the family and the community in terms of the devolution of property, the increase of wealth. And we even saw it with President Zuma. Now, he, he was vilified for whatever reason for practicing who he is and who his, or what his culture dictates. You have taken that story and changed mm. the imagination. Tell us now about the value that you have drawn from your polygamous setup that many people wouldn't understand because they are not part of it. Uh, I, I must say that I have been fortunate, one, in the sense that the vision came way back when I was still young. Uh, and it did not come easy because I had so many challenges. But because I stood uh, by what I believe, I think it has worked for me. Uh, there has been a question from the gentleman from Cape Town to say polygam maybe arises from a particular need. I think what is the most difficult part here, when you say you would want to lead polygam because there is a, some shortage from the current person, it doesn't sit well because it should not be about whether the person can deliver A or B. It should be about a man taking a decision to grow a family. Then the the reasons or the purpose of leading polygam becomes objective in the sense that is not being centered around the lack of something from the current wife. Secondly, Ubabushenge is correct in in the view that he has presented to say. Uh, it, it revolves around the wealth and the growth of the family. I think as individuals, we are somehow not fortunate to, to, to have that view when we, we look to polygamy. We only think it is a selfish decision of a man. But let me tell you something. Everyone in life uh, aspires to grow in whatever way. It depends what is your uh, view or what is your vision of growth? Some people, they want to have multiple businesses, whatever they have. But because people like myself are family-orientated and they want to have bigger families, the only way to grow a family, which will be in the nature of my family, is to then take a decision to have multiple wives. The gentleman in Deben is saying he's a Muslim, they know that they, they are allowed. But what I like about the practice of polygamy within the Muslim, um, you know, culture or religion is that it has got the fear of God. They are God because they are able to put this practice within the religion. If we were also 
uh, extending the practice of polygamy, not limiting it to culture and put it to religion, it will work much far better and healthy. Because when a man fears God, that man would not abuse his wife. That man would not neglect or abandon his children. Because when a man fears a, a spiritual power or spiritual being, that man then, his conscience is always revived to do something good. You are asking now a question to say, as people... Uh, of, 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 of South Africa and, and the world, are we still in the position to lead this kind of, of a lifestyle? I can say 100% yes. The problem that we are facing here is that this culture, for many years, it has been distorted. It has been misrepresented. So to correct that is not going to take the four years or four seasons of Utanonestimbo on TV. It's going to take all of us for some time. And the disadvantage that we are faced with is that most of the domestic violence that happens within our homes happens when most men have a girlfriend. So that on its own, it also causes a lot of problems because a wife would then complain about the lack of love, about the lack of the presence of the husband once the, 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 the husband has got a girlfriend. So it becomes problematic. But I think now the society needs to step in and do something. Hence, I've also written a book around this for, for, for that gentleman who wants to learn something. I will be launching that book on the show as well. I'm having that book because I want to educate people around issues of uh, life and polygamy. Let's leave it there. Thank you so much, Babu Mselego, as well as to you, Mr. Senzo Zindela. We do look forward to the release of the film that for now remains embargoed. At the appropriate time, we'll be happy to have you back to talk to us more on that. The, the depiction of Zulu culture in film and entertainment, it really was a soundbite in terms of the processes involved in telling a story and what a story it has been that has been told by Babu Mselego of Utandones Temple on Mzansi Magic. Let's take a short break before we continue with this Heritage production on SAFM.